Hey, we're back on the rule of three. Two comics, three topics, ten minutes each. No politics and virus-free. Yes, it's the only place where you can get a podcast that isn't going to be talking about what everybody's talking about. It's your escape from the virus. Uh, with... <laughs> yes. <laughs> sort of. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I don't. I don't. I wouldn't. This is not a cure. I don't want to be accused of that, everybody listening. I don't want you to be turned in for that. Okay. I'm Tim Slegel. That's Ben Washburn, of course, as always. Uh, later in the show, we're going to be talking about uh, uh, we're going to be talking about the My Pillow guy. And, uh, yeah. Later in the la- later in the show, everybody is. Yeah. It's uh, there's yeah. a reason why he was, but we'll get we'll get to that. Uh, we're also yeah. going to be talking. We're also going to be talking about a very uh, cheerful subject. Uh, <laughs> is I well. Comparatively, as Ben's yeah. been doing some research into a, a, the medieval history of something, uh, something uh, a very bad that happened in Europe, uh, uh, but relevant, I think, sure. to our times, relevant yeah. to what we're not talking about. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll hit. We'll, yeah, that's yeah. We'll hit that as well. Uh, but first of all, first of all, wanted to remind everyone that the syrup competition is uh, still going on. Uh, if you want to win a uh, bottle of uh, Tim's homemade maple syrup, uh, right here from the right here from the Slagle compound, uh, there is one available. We, you can just just send us an email at rule of three at timslagle dot com, and we will uh, uh, guess how many ounces I got out of my trees this uh, spring. If you, yeah, now they, there is a picture of the bottle. Yeah. Is that the bottle they will get with that, that is the old timey? Yeah, with the old timey, with the old timey closey thing that you can use. Uh, how how big is that bottle? Because it's hard for them, I think, to gauge by the picture. Is it about two inches high? Is that like a tiny? Oh no, no, bottle? no, no! It's like how a much? flask. It's like a yeah. It's like a it's like a half pint flask. Oh, okay. Which uh, which I just gave it. a clue. Which I just gave a clue. If you know oh, your measure, whoops. if you know your measure, you know. <laughs> You know that's the only one he has. You know, you, no, well, no, well, that's the bottom. That's the bottom line right there. Uh, um, okay. So yeah, you get that. You get that half pint flask with a little with a little uh, uh, medieval closure on it. <laughs> yeah, a little medieval closure and, mechanism uh, thing. Uh, uh, you you will get that if you become the closest. So uh, yeah, send in those entries. Just uh, put syrup in the subject line. Uh, how many ounces do you think it is? Uh, uh, rule of three at timslegel.com and uh, you might be the proud owner of a bottle of my own syrup so, yeah uh, that's uh, that that's what I've been doing I've been bottling syrup <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's the way you've been okay that, that's a good thing to do during isolation is wander through trees and boil down uh-huh. uh, liquids and uh, yeah. you have been uh, listeners to the show will remember that Bent is going to Germany uh, in the near well, in the in yeah. the near future. Uh, not exactly sure when at this point, or do we know? We don't know now. Uh, for those who don't know, my wife uh, works and has a real job, and and so she got an offer for a job in Germany. She was supposed to move there in April, and they called and said, "Well, maybe mid June," and now I think they're. They've called again and said, maybe August. You know, we don't know for sure because everything, as we know, everything is up in the air. 
And so uh, now we don't know. I just know that we were getting ready. We were in the process of getting ready to move when this hit. And one of the things was to fix up the house. So you know how you do. Mm -hmm. We started to paint. And then we decided we needed to renovate the bathrooms. So we, for the quarantine, we basically uh, took out two of our three bathrooms. So now the whole family has one toilet and one shower. Oh, man. That we're all sharing. Oh, man. It was a perfect thing to do right before. I think if there's anything, I mean, what would what would you do? Four you, people, four people, <laughs> one bathroom. Yeah, one Four people. One. We do have two toilets, but that's because we have. We can still go into one bathroom that's kind of decommissioned and use the toilet there. So that's okay. Yeah, that's that's uh, boy. That's not a boy. Uh, first world problems, huh? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. Two toilets. Yeah, and a little bit of toilet yeah. paper. So so we so so yeah. You have you have uh, two people sharing a toilet, essentially, yeah. which is. Uh, uh, Oh, that's true. That's, Two to one ratio. I don't feel so bad anymore. <laughs> the one, I feel the one shower, the one, one, one shower, people. probably, maybe that's a little. Uh... Yeah, that's a little. Yeah, but we're not showering anyway because we don't go out and see people. You know, <laughs> just kind of a shared stench in our house. So you have the you, the, the master bath. That's the one that you rehabbed earlier, correct? Yeah. We, so that one's yeah, that one's we available. Had to repair the ceiling. Nope, we had to repair the ceiling. What? The, yeah, there was a leak from one of the guest bathroom up above was leaking down onto the master bath downstairs. So we lost our two best bathrooms. We have the one tiny bathroom. Wow. That's what we've got left. Wow. Yeah. So so what I said, so the ceiling all has to come out and be re, re-drywalled? And... Yeah, re-drywalled. They have to put in the new can light that was in there. Wow. And I'm not comfortable. I don't, I don't know if any of the listeners are comfortable with electricity and next to water even i mean i think <laughs> is that you know what i mean is that more dangerous I, maybe they could maybe fact checker will tell us but i'm pretty sure it's uh yeah that's that's what that's one of those things that people just assume is uh you know like smoking a cigarette while you're gassing your car the the yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> i think yeah. the, the assumption yeah, is right. the assumption is the assumption is that have, having a cigarette while you're filling up your gas tank is dangerous Yes, uh, but it's it's been going on as long as there's been cigarettes and cars. Yeah, that's so. That it doesn't necessarily is not that dangerous. No, smoking while you feel no. The- and there, and there's also there's also that 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 big movie uh, stereotype where there's gasoline on the ground and someone throws a cigarette into it, and it uh, it just the whole thing explodes. Okay, now wait. Are you advocating to our listeners that they should do this? Oh, uh, that they should have a little, no, 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 no. I, fill your ashtrays with gas. No, I'm not. In, I am it's not. In, I am not encouraging it. <laughs> however, however, uh, they they tested that one on MythBusters, and it. Oh, they and, did. Yeah, okay. and if you throw a cigarette into a pool of gasoline, the cigarette goes out. Oh wow! What? Well, wow! I would not have guessed that. Well, I know they also did a mythbuster on peeing on electric fence and it doesn't it do, it's very it doesn't work really uh, the, yeah the solidity of that stream of urine is broken up it's not as solid as you think huh? uh yeah, yeah we flatter ourselves so yeah so there you go uh, it, it, it brings us around to electricity and water again and it's not you know it's not as uh, 
I think though, I think in the shower, I don't know. I wouldn't want a live wire above. Well, I don't know. Maybe it's fine. You know, I, I've been. Uh, uh, I had. To, well, I think we. I think we talked about this. Is that uh, is that I put a fountain in for my mom this uh, uh, last summer. Put a fountain into the into her lake, and wait, wait, wait. I want to stop here because I think the listeners are wondering. Your mom has a fountain and a lake. <laughs> yes, and a pontoon boat. This like no, it was two. It was so it was fine. two projects. It was two projects. It was the pontoon boat and the fountain and the lake. And I, I, she wanted a little fountain in the lake, so I got the. They, they sell these floating fountains that uh, that you you just float in the lake, of course, and uh, uh, plug into the wall. Wait, wait, <laughs> wait, so, wait, wait. How big is the wait? How big is the lake? I am totally. I had a whole different vision in my head, and I think everybody else did too. How big is this lake? It's good. It's Where, good sized. And then now you have an electric fountain floating in the lake. Yeah, and illuminated, illuminated. It's, it's also illuminated, so that uh, and it's uh, hooked up. It's hooked up to the uh, sound system. So when you play music, the the lights uh, the lights twinkle to the song. Oh well, I've seen this at Disney World. Yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, they, well, they have the light show in the lake, and so your mom has something. And I, I'm going to guess not quite as high tech, but. Still. And I was trying to do. I was trying to do research. I was trying to do research to find out, because uh, <laughs> it says it says do not swim when the fountain is plugged in. Uh, uh, yeah, well, this gets back to I do think water and electricity are a bad mix. Right. No, no, I no, I, I, I'm not saying that, I'm not saying they're not, but oh. but I tried to do research to find out how close you could be to the fountain when it's plugged in if there is a problem and uh, and, and safely. Oh. You know, because it's not like you can't you can't throw an extension cord into Lake Superior right. and plug it up and they have and have white fish entire, floating on yeah. the other side of the lake. It just I mean there is yeah. uh there is a range of of danger and there is a a, a safety range. So I was looking it up oh. and uh, no one no one wants to tell you what that what <laughs> <laughs> they don't they don't they don't trust your search. I th- I think you have a strange search history. <laughs> I mean, most people I think yeah. Well, if you yeah, uh, you sound strange. If you watch the if you if you're watching the show The Ozarks, which just dropped on network Netflix Friday, um, there is a, there is a thing about uh, electricity and the lake. And uh, when I was researching how close you could swim to a a, a live wire in the in, uh-huh. um. The uh, Lake of the Ozarks was brought up as apparently that's like a common. I thought it was just a a, 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 a macabre uh, plot twist, but no. Apparently, Lake yeah. of the Ozarks is known for people electrocuting well, themselves for doing that for that kind of well uh, self elimination. Essentially, yeah. Essentially, what happens is is their boat is plugged in to the they they have electrical outlets that run out to the dock okay. so you can so you can live on your boat and watch TV and what happens is if it's not grounded <laughs> properly people are swimming and then they grab the boat ladder and uh yeah and they're done and they're done and that's so it's basically electricity running right into the lake of the Ozark gene pool <laughs> and taking people out that's wild <laughs> I did. I saw the show. So okay. Well, don't if you're watching TV on your boat, 
careful using the ladder then. And uh, that's all for this one. We're back on the rule of three. Uh, in the final segment, we're going to be we're going to be visiting the My Pillow guy and uh, talking about his history, which is which is interesting, I think. Uh, but in this segment, Bent has been sitting at home, uh, yeah, doing research, doing very dark research. Well, different Google search than you. I, you know, you're Google searching how to install electric fountains in lakes. <laughs> I think it's the Black Death. I mean, I, I. Uh, no, did this start? Yeah. Did this start? Because I know last uh, last episode we were talking about that I wanted to get a plague doctor mask to to to, yeah. to wear to wear, to wear about... around town. Was that was that the plague doctor? Was that from that period? Or no, no. Well, it was the plague doctor mask is from that period, and uh, there's some very interesting information behind a plague doctor mask, uh, and it has to do with. These, uh, you know, as the as the plague hit, no one knew, especially at that time. They, they had no idea where this come from comes from. They don't know ger- about germs. It wasn't until late eighteen hundred. Well, sure. They, at that point, at that point in history, I mean, they were still blaming it on evil spirits, demonic possession, curses oh. from yeah, was, God. Yes, it's whoever. It's whatever. What, what would happen is people would take their area of expertise and use their area of expertise to explain the plague. Like all the philosophers were into the stars, so it was about the planets aligned. That's what happened. It was the planets aligned. And then, of course, religious people came up with their their explanations, right? Mm-hmm. Because they were religious. So it's everybody used what they knew to explain it. They uh, Philosophers blamed it on comets. And well, the doctors at the time, which... And that's something I think people need to remember. Back then, a doctor, they would go to medical school, but they would basically just learn a whole bunch of inaccurate stuff. You know, like you'd have a course on bloodletting, well, they... and then they would test you to make sure you were doing the wrong thing correctly. And, but they didn't know any of this. But they, uh, but and, they were doing at that point, they kind of knew. They, 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 they kind of studied organs and stuff, though, at least, right? I mean, they were well, doing – they, they, had... they did have – at medical school, they did probably have anatomy classes. They would have anatomy classes, but you know they they also had highly inaccurate, still inaccurate ideas of what was going on in the body. Quite often, getting a hold of a corpse and chopping it up was frowned upon well, the, for quite. Well, a while. they did but, know. They did know. Anyway. They did know. They did know uh, uh, what the liver did because they gave it the right name. The liver. Yeah, they did. You cannot. You cannot some... live without one. It's your liver. <laughs> It's really that was it. <laughs> the liver. <laughs> well, then everything would be called the liver. <laughs> the heart would be the liver. The lungs would be. Li- anyway, the plague doctor mass. What's fascinating to me is there were two misconceptions that led to its form. The reason they they weren't just trying to dress up like birds because hey, let's dress up like birds. That'll protect. I us. always thought they. I always that, thought they looked like the spy versus spy characters. Well, they do. Or the spy versus spy characters look like them. Yeah. But the the point of that beak, that beak thing, was to hold herbs and various things because they thought that the smell. Now the Black Death 
would cause a horrible stench. You you smelled horrible as you died. Mm. So you'd be dying and smelling yourself awful. Huh. So they thought the stench itself carried the disease. So if they put perfume or herbs in that beak, then that that would change the smell to be less noxious and that would protect them. The other thing, the eyepiece of the doctor plague doctor mask was often a red like crystal. Mm-hmm. Because they thought if you looked at someone with the plague and they looked at you, that could transfer the disease. So the red eyes of this mask were meant to protect you from like the death gaze of someone who was dying of the plague. And the interesting, the interesting thing about the, the, the plague doctor mask is it could be effective. I mean, it's because you, you, infections can come through the eyes or it can come aerosolized. So if you actually have a plague doctor mask... It, it stuffed with stuffed with <laughs> M95 cotton, uh, it, it, it would. <laughs> well, yeah. If it was, you're right. If it was stuffed with M95 cotton, yes, they were. It might. They were very close. The they were very very close. You know, unfortunately, the the, the plague <laughs> was caused by flea infested rats. So yeah. there was. Yeah. So, so, so it's carried a bacteria. So, so yeah, the mask the and goggles had absolutely no function. That. Uh, no. uh, they were not. It's, they were not helping. Right. Them. So they're going no. into the. They're going into the homes with their mask and goggles on. They're and they get their swat and fleas the entire time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not. No. I don't know what happened. I didn't smell a thing. <laughs> but now the, boy, am I itching. The, the other thing that happened is these explanations of why the plague occurred. One thing, as the plague was coming, there were people who were predicting. A horrible thing in a plague and and what struck me is well that's always the case because there's always someone predicting a horrible thing will happen uh-huh. because if you predict that your prediction will come true that's how it works i mean if you predict floods and earthquakes and plagues guess what you're going to be eventually you'll be a prophet because <laughs> that will happen it's like predicting the sun will come up it's just so they, they had these kind of predictions going on, which lent kind of, I guess, people would, I don't know if they bamboozled. I don't know if the people who make the predictions actually believe they have the power, you know, to predict, or if they just like to use that. Oh, I think they, I think that, people. I think they believe it. Las Vegas counts on those people. <laughs> so they really believe. <laughs> yeah, they're, their people who believe they're, yeah, that they can see they, they're prescient, really believe they're prescient. It's, uh, yeah. you know, my rule of thumb is always, though, if somebody can, that there, I think there probably are people who can see the future, uh, but you never know them uh, because yeah. because they don't, because they're hiding, is that, uh, you know, you don't trust a fortune oh. teller who lives in a trailer. No. Oh, or any, I just don't touch, trust a fortune teller, period, I think, probably. Well, the but. interesting thing I found about the Black Death was that, and this is fascinating to me, is that it originated in Asia and came into Europe through Italy, much like uh, yeah. much like much like another virus. But uh, the way it came into Italy was not was not by Chinese laborers working in uh, Italian textile mills, as uh, as, no, as, as, as was the as was the case. Otherwise, <laughs> it was from Mongols. Flinging corpses <laughs> That's with right. catapult. Kaffa. <laughs> On the Black Sea, the city of Kaffa, 
That's exactly right. It, Crazy. In the, it's, it's in the Crimean the first... Peninsula, which uh, which uh, yeah. uh, 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 was part of Ukraine, now uh, Russia. Yeah, yeah. It's it's uh, the city of Kaf on the Black Sea. That w- that was where it started. You're right. That the Mongols were had that Italian trade city locked down in a siege. They started to die. The Italians in the city said, "Yay, our enemies are being smitten!" Yay, and then. The Mongols started flinging the dead corpses into the city, and then the Italians fled. They went home and took it hey, uh, to G- Genoa. What, uh, and the what are they are shooting over the walls? It smells a pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> and then everybody died. Do you know, this killed 40 million of the 90 million inhabitants of Europe at the time Yeah, in about two and a half years. That's crazy. But some cities, no. Milan, you know, Milan was spared, and they theorized the reason Milan was spared is, guess what they did? Guess what method they used? Garlic? Isolation. Huh? Lockdown isolation methods. That's what Milan had a thing. That if someone in your family got it, they locked up your house, and you didn't go anywhere, and no one went anywhere. They just locked, everybody locked down. Huh. And Milan was... Big, big time spread. Now, now how is that? Now, how is that? How is that? It seems to me. It seems to me that there must be another reason, because it seems to me that the rats can still get into the. I I mean, it was spread by rats. No, everybody's locked down though. Your house is locked. You're locked. No one's moving around. Your house is never locked to a rat. If a rat wants to get into your house, a rat will get in. That's true. They can they can squeeze through a hole. They can squeeze through a hole the size of a pencil. It's not just. I don't think it's just spread by rats either. I don't think it's just spread by rats. Okay. And uh, but I could be wrong. But Milan, the 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 document I'd recommend to everybody that I really liked was called uh, what was it called? Well, we'll put it on the link. They can, it was on it's on YouTube. It's free and it's really fun listening. It's it's interesting. <laughs> anyway, I think it's important to know about this as a historical event. And to see the pattern, because the way we respond to our current situation, this has all happened before. People arguing over what to do, uh, some people being very irrational, and some people getting angry. There's all sorts. It's very similar. It's all the same. I heard, heard, and this is interesting to me, I heard that Florence did not recover for almost 200 years after the oh, wow. after the the, the 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 city was so was so struck it it and that i guess people just didn't want to go there which indicates to me that the whole that the whole renaissance the whole you know starting with da vinci it was essentially it was hipsters gentrifying a neighborhood <laughs> It was so the first. They swooped in, <laughs> yeah. took the cheap. The artists came in, took the cheap rent buildings, and made cool stuff. I can believe that. And, uh, One of the other things I thought that was kind of scary is that as the plague got worse and worse, certain reactions or explanations turned into. Uh, that's where we got. Well, first of all, there were some parties. Some people just thought, "Hey, we should just party. We should just. We're going to die anyway." So you had that group of people that would just party crazy, orgies or whatever, and go nuts. And then you had a few of the heroes who it touched them to be very giving, you know, and try hard to help. You know, there was a few of those. Mm-hmm. And then there were the flagellants. And the flagellants... That's not what did... Not the flagellants. That sounds like the what? 
Not the flatulence. <laughs> the okay, I didn't know that the, the f- that might have not had something to do with the stench. <laughs> no, the flagellants. They would oh, flagellate okay. themselves. Yeah. They'd have a big line of believers, and they would go from village to village, and they would punish themselves. They thought they they were re- responding to a religious explanation. Well, I, right? I understand. We I understand. To, during this lockdown, there is a lot of uh, people flagellating themselves. Really. <laughs> And on that note. (laughs) And we're back on the rule of three. In this segment, um, there, there's a somewhat of a celebrity that uh, you've seen on TV. If you if you if you're up late at night when all the stations go to infomercials, you probably are quite familiar with the My Pillow guy, Mike Lindell, and uh, he was actually at uh, a press conference. He was brought up at a press conference uh, to, to much humiliation. Yeah. Is uh, is a lot of people didn't uh, didn't really uh, understand why the my pillow guy was given such airtime. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they it's like what what how is this going to help? They thought <laughs> right, and, and I, the initial I understand their initial I skepticism. Mean, initially, you're like, what on? Why is this guy? Yeah, is Trump just trying to make himself look more eloquent? Although Lindell's not. It's not like he can't. No, I, I, I shouldn't. Anyway, go ahead. No, he's got. Uh, I. I it, he was cursed with the worst laugh. I think. Uh, Mike Lindell. Yeah. If you if you, if you heard he all you, how he laughs, I mean, a lot of people find my laugh annoying, and uh, but his laugh is like yaff 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 yaff. It's like, boy, this pillow's great. Yaff 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 yaff. But it's just, but the reason <laughs> I mean, everybody will, we, we should have, uh, we should have a contest for them where we can compare your laugh versus Mike Lindell's and, <laughs> and they can vote, which is more annoying. Uh, yeah. Do a, do, do a poll. Who has a more annoying laugh? Yeah. Slagle or Lindell? Mike Lindell or Slagle. I'll probably do that. I'll probably, I'll All probably right. set that up on the page, I think. Um, yeah. But a very a, so Linda. yeah a very a very interesting history is that oh, yeah. uh, uh, he was uh, he was a crackhead yeah which kind of he's a total druggie yeah which kind of ruins the supposition that crack laws were uh, racist in nature nature because there's but, not many people whiter than Mike Lindell. Well, yeah, he's pretty. He is. <laughs> he's he's, Minna- he's right. Minnesota he's white. white. <laughs> but he could be the exception that proves the rule also <laughs> okay but, but he was a crack he right. was a crackhead and uh yep. apparently his crack dealer uh wouldn't sell, sell him any more crack that's what, that's what a bad crackhead he was <laughs> is not that what and he was not just crack cocaine apparently right lots of that well was it he, he What's says, the difference, by the oh, yeah. the difference is uh, just potency. Uh, cocaine is powdered and uh, crack is crystalline and uh, okay. crack is purified. 
cocaine. So the listeners know cocaine now. is cocaine is often cut with other things. It's uh, you can't okay. you can't. And uh, before crack was actually widely sold, people would produce crack from powdered cocaine in a process called freebasing. Now this is uh, we we started into this. Uh, we were going to talk about the pillow guy, but we ended up talking about <laughs> Tim's crack recipe. Crack. <laughs> this, is, uh, this this is not related to the syrup contest. The syrup. It's, uh, All right. Anyway, there's a comic. Uh, I'm going to leave him unnamed, but uh, he was the first person I saw actually smoking crack, and he would he would actually freebase it right there uh, on, on the spot. And it was one of the funniest things I've ever heard. As he's uh, putting the lighter to the pipe, he says, you know, I've cut my pot smoking in half since I started doing this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very healthy. Oh, that's good. That's good. It's like the nicotine patch of pot smoking. Oh, that's insane. And anyway, Mike Lindell, Mike Lindell, that's the history, but... He the reason he was at the press conference was because he has volunteered to make masks, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. The most comfortable that... mask, the most comfortable mask you've ever <laughs> you've ever experienced can cure fibromyalgia. Those masks It'll change your life is what it'll do. <laughs> now, but that's why he got the spot, mm-hmm. right? That's yeah. why yeah. he was offered the spot, and then. Uh, and then it ended up he he brought up religion a lot, sure. and it made people angry. I, I think people assumed he was doing a advertising spot. Well, he, is that well, what he, is that what people immediately kind of was assumed? He kind of was. He was he was he was, oh, okay. he was advertising. <laughs> yeah, he was advertising his faith, and I think that's yeah. If he was if he was selling the yeah. pillows, I think I think less people would have been ornery about it. But yeah, yeah. The uh, yeah. the interesting thing. I, how he how he invented the pillow for me i think oh, yeah. i think this yeah. is, i think yeah. this is fascinating he was doing a lot of cocaine and uh <laughs> couldn't get to sleep <laughs> good ideas just flooding into his head <laughs> which uh <laughs> yeah, <when it's... laughs> which, which, which tends to happen when you do a lot of cocaine but then he he in order he just he just couldn't get comfortable so he took his foam pillow out onto the porch and started ripping it to shreds. <laughs> and that totally sounds like. The... Oh man, that is that is that is cocaine mania. That is <laughs> that is the that's the final twenty the... minutes of Scarface. That's <laughs> isn't that amazing? It's amazing. And yeah, and then it turns into what? Yeah, how many millions of pillows? Yeah, it's and crazy. he got his kids to help him. He's like, ah, I'm not ripping it in enough pieces yet. So he had his kids out there ripping up foam pillows. And, uh, and different size pieces, right? And then they would conduct experiments. And after, yeah. Or basically yeah, and after tests. Doing it, well, after doing it for about a week, he was he, he finally uh, collapsed in exhaustion and said, that that's perfect. That's uh, I should sell these. And started selling them at state the State Fair, the Minnesota State Fair. That's Have right. you ever been to the Minnesota yeah. State Fair? I've never been to the Minnesota Minnesota State Fair. It is, and you would. Ne- it is an incredible experience. It is not. It's it. It's unlike any other state fair. Is everyone goes? Everyone from you know. It doesn't matter if you're you know a CEO for General Mills. Or- but but 
but here's my question, Tim. Now, is it a state fair in the sense that there's all the animals yeah. and the funnel cake? Yeah. Okay, that's where I would never go to a state fair and say, this looks like a good place to buy something that I'm going to sleep with next to my face. <laughs> you know what I mean? I would never feel that about a state fair environment. Like, if I, let me get something that's a part of my intimate life and put it right and just breathe it in. That is wild. So people would buy a pillow at a state fair. Yeah. That's just bizarre. Yeah, and that's, uh, that's, that's where he started selling them. And then he started uh, home and garden shows around the country. And that's what he was uh, – his original – before he came up with the infomercial, that was how he was pitching the my pillow, And uh, he, uh, he had to increase manufacturing, so he got a hammer mill. He found an amer- hammer yeah. mill in an antique store. And uh, I, I, I looked up uh, – I looked up the hammer mill because I didn't know exactly what uh-huh. a hammer mill is. Yeah, I don't know what that is either. Okay. Yeah, I have no idea. Kind of like, kind of like a wood chipper. Okay. Uh, kind of like a wood, which makes me think of Fargo. Sure. Go on. Sure. The movie. And, yeah. Yeah. And that in yeah, and the hammer mill was uh, was able to tear up the pillow, the foam into the perfect size pieces for my pillow. And there's three different there's three different sizes. There's a pebble size, a dime size, and a quarter size. And hmm. uh, those three, those three sizes adjust to uh, to provide comfort, and that's a, no wait wait no wait I don't. You mean each pillow contains different sizes right, of foam? Right. Oh. Right. So the little the little pieces nestle inside the bigger pieces that nestle inside the bigger pieces. So it actually it actually molds to the shape that you you know you don't have to you don't have to pound oh. it to get to get you know to get that right shape to uh to find the perfect fit for your face so so that's the secret to my pillow that's the secret you yeah. just gave it up right yeah. there well yeah 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 now now go find yourself a hammer mill <laughs> well i'll just do it by hand the first again. hammer mill I'm just the first hammer mill dates back to 483 AD are you serious yeah, that was the the uh it was a. Uh, it was in China. It was powered by water work, by a water wheel. Huh. Well, that's interesting. Interesting. So interesting. interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did, did, uh, and but so the Chinese, the Chinese did not have a pillow. The Chinese did not have the perfect pillow. So they didn't. They took were sixteen hundred years of hammer mills to create the and perfect a cocaine <laughs> addict. On a 19-day drug binge. <laughs> to finally combine the technology of the hammer mill to making pillows. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's, it's amazing. I think that's part of our system of America is that we have this system built up where just the blunt force energy of a cokehead can give you a nice pillow. You know what I mean? That can actually that can happen in America. Uh, I don't know. Only, Maybe that could happen. Only, elsewhere. only, only, only through the hand of God. <laughs> I do think God has that kind of sense of humor. I do. I mean, it's, and this is what, and I will end here. I, this is what makes me think the sense of humor is that the outbreak of this this virus in Korea started in a church with a leader who believed he was had immortality he wouldn't die <laughs> that makes well i've always i've always felt i've always felt that uh you know if god is all knowing all powerful uh he must also be all humorous oh yeah and a real kind of a jerk i mean 
<laughs> There's no way around hey, it. Hey, hey, I mean, if he's you're gonna bring, you're gonna bring a curse on our podcast. So let's just uh, <laughs> let's just cut I, that one off. That's uh, that's uh, all for today, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Uh, if you uh, uh, like, I said, if you want a chance at a bottle of syrup, uh, guess the ounces. Uh, put syrup in the subject line and email rule of three at timslegel dot com, and uh, we will we will chart your entry uh also yeah like us on facebook if you uh you can you can go there uh like us on facebook you'll know all the fun polls and that that we uh that we that we set up in the future uh we'll do that too if you want more information about me of course timslegel.com or bent bent washburn.com spelled b-e-n-g-t washburn.com and uh, And we should do the laugh contest too we should do that oh yeah yeah we're gonna do that and uh uh we are now available we're we're now available on spotify stitcher deezer burberry uh uh, pandora and google play coming soon uh you anywhere you get your podcast you can find the rule of three with bent washburn and tim slegel other than that we'll see you next week